You are tuned into her Divine Vibe podcast, hosted by me, your girl Jessica, where I talk all things self-love, divine feminine, astrology, and more. And I'm so happy you're here, so I hope you enjoy this episode, and let's get to it. Hello, my beautiful listeners. So I'm kind of surprised with myself that I have not made this episode um, in the past because as you know by the title, we are going to be talking about divine feminine archetypes. And back in 2018, like around the time when I was starting my podcast and getting into divine feminine energy, I took this quiz on knowing what my top three archetypes were. And so I'm going to base this off of seven specific types of archetypes. Um, Did that even make sense? Seven specific types of archetypes. (laughs) Didn't make sense, but okay. I'm going to be talking about seven. And of course, if you do your own research, if you go on the internet or, you know, other women talk about it, there are different types. You know, there's like some people say there's 13, some people says there's five and they call it different things. But I'm going to share with you what I have learned about and what I really feel represents divine feminine. And yeah, this is kind of what my research has been. And this is based off of the quiz that I did way back. So the the beautiful thing about archetypes and why why do we even need to know about them? Like, what are archetypes? Well, let me tell you. These are like representations of qualities that are within all of us. And when you tap into and put energy and attention to a specific quality, you are then embodying and awakening that archetype within you. And so when you understand these archetypes and you're aware of it and how you express them in your work, in your relationships, you have a better understanding of yourself and your personality because honestly, these archetypes kind of shape our personality. And we all have a little bit of all of them within us, but there are there's always going to be that dominant one. There's always going to be that you know the three main ones I would say, um, and then here and there you'll embody the other ones. But really, the keyword here is the qualities, and how do they show up for you in your relationships? How do they show up for you in your work? And um, Again, this is going to help and guide you to really unlock your potential because baby girl, you got potential within you. If you don't already know, I'm telling you right now. So tapping into these archetypes or just even learning and being aware of them has really helped me to know, okay, I'm being the lover in this area of my life. Or maybe I lack a little bit of the huntress and I want to tap into that more because this is what I want my life or this is what I want. This is the energy that I want to give off. So it's a great and amazing way to just really get to know your personality a little bit deeper on a 
divine feminine level because these are all feminine energies just expressed differently, different qualities, and they come out in different ways. And so learning about them and understanding them, you'll then be able to observe where do I exude this energy? When do I maybe want to turn it off? Maybe when do I want to turn it on? And where do I need more of? And what do I need less of? And things like that. So I'm just going to give like a brief little touch on each archetype because again, I believe there's seven, um, but they're, they're so interesting and honestly, I love it. And maybe I'm going to put the link of the quiz that I took because I think it's still available on her website. So I'm going to put the link um, of the quiz that I took so then maybe after you listen to this episode, you're intrigued and you want to know. Obviously, I feel like you're going to know, you know, because you know yourself. Nobody knows you more than you know yourself. So when you hear about different archetypes, it's going to click like, ooh, okay, I'm definitely this or ooh, I'm definitely... And you might find yourself saying, I'm all of them, which, yeah, like I said, we embody all, but there's always that dominant one. There's always that one that maybe we aspire to be, but we're not quite there yet. And so, yeah, taking that quiz really changed my life. <laughs> I I loved it. I mean, I love that type of stuff. I don't know if you do, but I do. And um, yeah, I'm going to share that with you. But we're going to get into the archetypes. So I don't know if you're listening to this in the car or you're at home. Um, I would actually would love to know when do you listen to my episodes? Because that would be very interesting for me. Um, maybe I'm a late at night type of vibe. I don't know. <laughs> but what, whatever you are, I hope it's a vibe because we are about to get into divine feminine energy. And yeah, let's get into these archetypes. So I'm going to start it off with the queen. So the first archetype is the queen. And just so you know, there's no particular order. It doesn't mean anything. Um, but the queen, I feel like, is an energy that we all are very much aware of. And so the queen archetype is the woman who is the center and the gravity for her family, for her community. She is connected to power and she attracts powerful men. And the queen is a woman who is a leader. She is the leader of her circle. She is the leader of her family, even. She is just naturally born with those leader-like qualities. She is someone who is a social butterfly, and she inspires others around her. So she has this natural confidence when she walks in the room, you know, okay, that right there, that is a queen energy walking through the door. And it's not her being loud or her, you know, having to say anything. It's just her presence. You just know she has that leadership energy to her. She has that gravity that just pulls your attention because she is so again because she she is social she she is someone that you aspire to be she is kind she is confident and she really listens 
Um, so going back to connected to power, we know that every king needs a queen by his side. So naturally having that leader-like personality, you're going to attract men who also have that very alpha energy. And honestly, you attract men with this energy. You just attract men throughout your whole life. Um, because you are the type of woman who is a wife and men see that because you hold down the fort. (laughs) So queen energy is wife material, but it is also very entrepreneurial too, because you channel that energy where you build, you build a solid foundation. You can build businesses. That's why a lot of these women that have dominant queen energy, queen archetype are entrepreneurial women because they have that mindset of building something. And so again, the queen is never seen without the king. There is a fulfillment when you have that male in your life, when you have that partner in your life, you feel fulfilled because you are an excellent companion. You are you're great at being somebody by you are great at being by somebody's side because queen energy is loyal. You love family. That is your purpose is family, strong foundation. And so to have a man by your side, you feel fulfilled because you can give that loyalty to that man. You can build a family with that man and you can even build a business together. So that is definitely queen energy. Queen energy is extroverted and you're great at making friends, at making allies. So really this energy is definitely one when you want to channel and creating and building your empire. That includes your business, that includes your family, that includes your man, that includes your life, your kingdom. So that is the archetype of the queen. And I want to also add that the queen is elegant. She has an elegance to her. So she's not the type of woman that's going to dress for comfort. She's always elevating herself. You're going to see her with heels. Maybe she'll wear, you know, like a cute casual outfit, but she's going to elevate that look with heels. Maybe her makeup isn't done, but her hair is amazing. So she takes pride in her appearance because she has this elegance to her. So she's not the one that you're going to catch walking outside with sneakers and um, a big hoodie. That is not that is not linked to queen archetype. She, she, queen archetype is definitely that elegance. So just wanted to add that. <laughs> now let's get into the second archetype that I want to talk about, and that is the huntress. And the huntress is the wild woman. And yes, some people get confused and don't understand that divine feminine energy is wild. It really is. Think of the ocean. The ocean cannot be tamed. The waves come as they please. And so the huntress really embodies that wild, independent, free-spirited essence. She doesn't need 
anyone or anything external to define who she is. So what I mean by that is as the queen, the queen feels fulfilled with a man, right? Or with a partner. But the huntress, she doesn't need that to define who she is. She is who she is. She is someone who is removed from the mass, from society. She doesn't associate herself with that. She is her own person. She thinks for herself. And she is what is the woman that just stands for her own identity. There is something about the huntress that will always be there as her own. And it just keeps her like a mystery because it's like, who, who are you? Where did you come from? Because yes, we, you're from, you're obviously here on earth, but you're, you're a mystery. So the huntress definitely has that mystery because again, she doesn't associate herself with what's trendy, what is going on and what's new and hip. No, no, definitely not the huntress. And as the name applies, she's a huntress. So when you go and hunt, you find your prey, you that is your target, and you go and you get that prey. And so the huntress has that mindset. She has a goal and she gets that goal. She makes that goal happen. And that's really that independence energy that she has. So cultivating the huntress energy for you might mean forming your own identity. It doesn't matter your accomplishments. It doesn't matter what you think is cool. It's just who are you stripped away from all that? Who are you without any codependency on anything else? And so you got to, so that huntress energy is just very much assertive and knowing and commanding your worth and speaking your truth. The huntress is not afraid to speak her truth and what she believes in. And again, commanding your worth. Let's Let's emphasize that. Command your worth. You are worthy. And the huntress energy embodies that. I am worthy. I don't need to be validated by others. I don't need to do what everyone's doing for me to be of importance. I am worthy as I am. And that is very much huntress energy. <laughs> so definitely embody this. This is definitely... If you don't have that confidence, I definitely think tapping into that huntress energy will bring that because you got to know who you are, who are you deep inside and just freeing yourself and allowing yourself to connect with purpose. Now, the third divine feminine archetype is the mystic, and she represents the energy of a woman who is independent, creative, introverted, and a woman who prioritizes her inner peace. She is tuned into her higher self and her higher levels of consciousness. And let me tell you, <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast or you ever listen to this podcast or you follow her divine vibe you definitely have this mystic archetype within you that is just lighting up so the mystic is a woman who doesn't need to be 
outside. She's in her own world and finds fulfillment through spirit, if that makes sense. So I wouldn't say she's the most grounded in earth. She's more of a mystic who is connected to the, the spiritual realms, to the universe, to crystals, to her spirit guides, to angels. She is that kind of woman. She embodies the heart chakra. That is her essence, is being tapped into the heart. And so that kind of woman is a woman with so much warmth within her. She is soulful and also very tranquil, very calm. She has that essence. When you're in her presence, you just feel at ease with around her. And so it's almost as if she's a dream that has came to life. She is just so calm and serene. And you feel that when you are around her. So she has that mystic energy. And so one would even say she's ethereal. So the mystic energy, the mystic archetype cultivates inner peace and she really loves her sacred space. She doesn't associate herself with things that are going to disrupt her peace. And in this way, she's kind of distant, but she's seductive from a distance. And so men are always intrigued by this mystic because it's like there's this intimacy but it's from afar and so you just constantly these men are desiring her because it's like I I you're there but you're quite not there and I just desire this peace that you bring and so the mystic definitely I feel is within you if you are attracted to finding and tapping into your inner goddess because you're going to do that with that peace, with that heart energy. Um, so that is the mystic archetype. Now, the fourth archetype for divine feminine is the sage. And the sage energy represents a woman who is focused, who has wisdom, who is strategic and very intellect and is very connected to her accomplishments. She is the woman that has the ability to govern creativity and to strategize that as well, like strategize herself to the top. So she's a very calm, cool, collective emotionally. She's not one to lash out. Again, she has this intellect. She has this strategic mindset to her. So this is the type of woman that could be in politics. This is the type of woman, I would say, Michelle Obama could be the sage. Um, it's, it's giving very much Capricorn energy, <laughs> I would say. And so the sage... She defines herself by her accomplishments, but also by the powerful men that she is aligned with. Again, the sage really likes that power. Um, and so men like to have her 
in their presence, but they also could feel a little intimidated by her because she is very powerful. She has a very strong mindset. She has this passion within her, but she seduces with strategy. <laughs> strategy is the key word for the sage. Um, so the wisdom that she carries, this is ancient wisdom, but this is also knowledge from her experiences. And she really makes sense of things, things she likes facts. She likes, you know, statistics, like she makes sense of all these things. Unlike the previous one that I mentioned, the mystic who is more in tune with the spirit world, the sage is, is very much grounded and just very much into what is real in this world right now. So you can approach this energy by pouring deeper in this immense wisdom and foresight. People come to you for answers. People come to you for guidance. People come to you because you give them that sense of security. That is what the sage energy is. And unlike the queen, because you know the sage kind of sounds like the queen in a way, but the queen is more cozied up to the king where the sage is the type of woman that is going to make the king, if that makes sense. The queen is by the side of the king. The queen, you know, is there to build with the king. But the sage, that woman built that king. She made that man who he is. That is the kind of woman the sage woman is. So if we're speaking ancient times, sage energy, sage women were seen as the council, were seen as the oracle. They had so much value and knowledge. Um, and that is their roots, their ancient roots. They, this wisdom isn't just any kind of wisdom. They're in tune with ancient wisdom. So that is the energy of the sage archetype. Now, the fifth divine feminine archetype, one that is very well known, one that a lot of women um, will experience, especially becoming a mother. But you, this is a very, very ancient archetype, and that is the mother archetype. So the mother energy is all about protecting and nurturing life. It is the most ancient, most powerful archetype. It procreates and it sustains life in all aspects, physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. And so the energy is very warm, very inviting. It's not pretentious. It's very down to earth and you feel at ease around them because you know that you are going to be taken care of. This is a nourishing this is someone who is nourishing and sustaining. She has the capacity to give birth, but also to sustain the life of what she gave birth to. The key word here for the mother archetype is nurturing, sustaining, because this is a very compassionate energy. It's a very earthly presence. When you go and step outside and you look at mother nature and all that she's created and all that she has sustained, you just 
feel so grateful when you step outside and you see that beauty and you're so thankful for that the life around you the plants the trees the birds everything and so when you're around the presence or when you embody that mother energy you are appreciated you cultivate this energy that has become a mother but also it helps you connect to be down to earth and to be heart-centered in your relationships with your friends, your family, and your partner. So the mother energy is really about feeling like home. People confide in you. You are approachable. People come to you to feel loved. You, are, you just have that mother energy. You know what a mother does, cares for her children. If the child gets hurt, you know, you're going to go to your mother and your mother's going to make sure that you're healed, you have a Band-Aid, and that maybe you have a little treat after. You know, very mother-like energy. And so there's a, there's a very big, so there's a strong emotional connection because you are a creator, you create life. You give people life. You help them to sustain that life. And you have so much compassion. And you just love tending to the needs of others. So that is the mother archetype of the divine feminine. Now the sixth archetype is the maiden. And the maiden, I feel like, is one that maybe is not so understood. Um, it's a little complex, but, you know, to make it, to, to be able to understand it, it is an energy that is youthful and fresh, and there's just something natural about her. She's just like that breath of fresh air when you're around her. The maiden has two sides to her. She is light, but there would be no light if there was no darkness. So there is a darkness to the maiden. So women that have the strong maiden archetype, have the strong maiden energy, may be identified as a little naive, has a lot of rebellion in her. And in the beginning, that is more of the immature maiden because I feel like there are different levels to the maiden so the maiden when she is young she's rebellious and naive but as she grows as she becomes more into her womanhood she is intuitive she is creative she has a deeper understanding of the world and she is learning to grow through love and so that's why I say with the, with light, there's darkness. So she has gone through a lot of darkness because when you are naive at a young age, you might get yourself into situations where you don't necessarily need to be in. But because you have this rebellious energy to you, you're going to do it anyways. And so you learn through that darkness and you become the light and you become someone with so much love and you and you really embody transformation and that's what I think is really misunderstood by the maiden. Um, the maiden is the archetype that really just is this. Again, when I say breath of fresh air, it's because she has gone through transformation within herself. 
And so she's always evolving, always transforming because she's going through life and she just brings this new freshness to her because she keeps that light. And um, she's very playful, so fun to be around. She's in tuned with her inner child and she's seductive in a way that is natural. Um, so definitely we all need to tap into that maiden energy to keep that playfulness, that sensuality, a little naiveness, but you know, there's so much intelligence there. Um, I think of Marilyn Monroe, I think of Gemini energy, I think of air sign energy when I think of the maiden archetype. And now for the last divine feminine archetype. The seventh one is the lover. And the lover represents the passion within us. It is the erotic, creative energy. And when we think of the lover, we think of the goddess Aphrodite, Oshun, Venus. Um, And this is really the attracting force that encompasses people to want to create. Because if you think of creativity, it is associated with sexuality. And sexual energy is so creative. And what happens, the the sexual energy, it really is tapped into our love energy. So it is beyond just a sexual attraction, but it's the, it's the attraction to want to create. And you begin to see that you are creating things out of love. And that just really captivates and you create and connect with people, with life. You are in tune with that heart energy, with that love within you, but that's ignited through passion, through creativity. And the thing about the lover energy is you create and ignite this passion within you that you love yourself. You feel good to be in your body. You realize your body is a temple and you get out of your head and into your heart and you just begin to be immersed in this sensual energy of creating. And so think of you know who you are Uh, at work versus who you are on vacation. You let loose. You are in your bikini. You are living life. You are just immersed in passion within yourself. And so the lover energy embodies romance. It embodies beauty. And the thing is, I think we've suppressed pleasure for so long we look at sex as sex is pleasure when sex is really energy. Sex creates. It is creativity. So be tapped into that. That is what your lover energy is. You use love to create. That is what this archetype is all about. And because you are so in tune with your body and your creativity, and really it's a lot of like sacral chakra energy, you are this magnetizing woman. And that's why she's the lover. She is the one that just all these men are so drawn to her. Um, 
So this is really, honestly, I would say one of the most empowering energy for women. So look at how do you activate or do you even activate this lover energy within you? And I think a great example (laughs) is Samantha Jones from Sex and the City. She definitely embodies that lover energy. So yes, my loves, that is just a little glimpse of the seven archetypes of feminine energy. And I know that we all have it within us, each of these, but you know, at different levels and in different parts of our life, we express it more than the other ones. So I would love to hear which one you resonated with, which one you felt like you embody the most. And also take time to maybe take the quiz. I'll find the link in the... I'll try to see if I could link it to the episode. And yes, I know this is an episode that a lot of you were looking forward to. I finally made it. I'm so excited. I'm so... I just love like sharing these things with you because it's just a great way to empower yourself to find ways to activate your full potential so yes ladies um if you love this episode let me know and let's connect on instagram you know you can find me at her divine vibe and i will catch you on the next episode so much kisses bye